not looking at her brother. This letter will remain a family secret, and we will all have to live with the consequences. That's pig-headed of you, sis, said Giles, swinging round. Perhaps I don't want to spend the rest of my life feeling responsible for you losing the case and having to stand down as chairman of Barrington's. And don't forget you'll also have to pay Virginia's legal costs, not to mention whatever compensation the jury decide to award her. It's a price worth paying, said Emma. Pig-headed, repeated Giles, a decibel louder, and I'll bet Harry agrees with me. They all turned towards Harry, who didn't need to read the letter a second time, as he could have repeated it word for word. However, he was torn between wishing to support his oldest friend and not wanting his wife to lose her libel case. What John Buchan once described as being between a rock and a hard place. It's not my decision to make, said Harry. But if it were my future that was hanging by a thread, I'd want Fisher's letter to be read out in court. Two to one, said Giles. My future isn't hanging by a thread, said Emma. And you're right, my darling, the final decision is mine. Without another word, she rose from her place, shook hands with her counsel, and said, Thank you, Mr. Trelford. We'll see you in court tomorrow morning, when the jury will decide our fate. Trelford bowed, and waited for the door to close behind them, before he murmured to himself, She should have been christened Portia. How did you get hold of this? asked Sir Edward. Virginia smiled. Sir Edward had taught her that when facing cross-examination, if an answer doesn't help your cause, you should say nothing. Sir Edward didn't smile. If the judge were to allow Mr. Trelford to present this as evidence, he said, waving the letter, I would no longer be confident that we will win the case. In fact, I'm certain we'd lose. Mrs. Clifton will never allow it to be presented as evidence, said Virginia confidently. How can you be sure? Her brother intends to fight the by-election in Bristol Docklands caused by Major Fisher's death. If this letter were to be made public, he'd have to withdraw. It would end his political career. Lawyers are meant to have opinions on everything except their clients. Not in this case. Sir Edward knew exactly how he felt about Lady Virginia, and it didn't bear repeating, in or out of court. If you're right, Lady Virginia, said the elderly QC, and they don't offer the letter as evidence, the jury will assume it's because it doesn't assist Mrs. Clifton's cause. That would undoubtedly tip the balance in your favour. Virginia tore up the letter and dropped the little pieces into the waste paper basket. I agree with you, Sir Edward. Once again, Desmond Mellor had booked a small conference room in an unfashionable hotel where no one would recognise them. Lady Virginia is the odds-on favourite to win a two-horse race, said Mellor from his place at the head of the table. It seems Alex Fisher ended up doing something worthwhile for a change. Fisher's timing couldn't have been better, 
said Adrian Sloan. But we'll still need to have everything in place if there's to be a smooth takeover of Barrington shipping. Couldn't agree with you more, said Mellor, which is why I've already drafted a press statement that I want you to release as soon as the verdict has been announced. But all that could change if Mrs Clifton allows Fisher's letter to be read out in court. I can assure you, said Mellor, that letter will never see the light of day. You know what's in that letter, don't you? said Jim Knowles. Let's just say I'm confident that Mrs Clifton will not want the jury to see it, which will only convince them that our beloved chairman has something to hide. Then they will surely come down in Lady Virginia's favour, and that will be an end of the matter. As they're likely to reach a verdict sometime tomorrow, said Knowles, I've called an emergency...